Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how you doing? Hello there. General Kenobi. Yes. That is how I'm doing this week, as we finally get to talk about a very near and dear Star Wars show to our hearts and all of our hearts all around the world. Yes, we are talking about the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Well, it is near and dear to everyone's hearts, clearly, because it's now the biggest debut on Disney+. Plus. So, people are watching. That's what Um, I like to hear. And for a good reason, too. I mean, Definitely, definitely. The people uh, are not watching. They're they're not going in. And they're not getting Boba Fett, let me tell you. Correct. So, I I will say it's not like high level of where Mando started Mm -hmm. yet. If we look at the first couple episodes compared to first couple episodes of Mando, Mando is rated little bit higher but it's still a fantastic show for what we've seen in all three episodes so far which is what we will be covering today yeah yeah first three because um well it's a limited series and it's you know it's basically you know obviously you have all these high-end actors coming in so there's only six episodes we're already halfway through in one week basically based on how they released it which hey i don't mind <laughs> so yeah first three episodes and uh, to go to your point about Mando, I think, depending on how they finish this series, I think this could end up better than Mando for the fact that this is very much a slow build. Like, it is building yeah. up. And at least Mando for the first season was kind of like anthology episodes, like uh, up, up until like toward the end, yeah, it was kind of just individual stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's get right into it. Kenobi, 10 years after uh, episode three. He's on Tatooine, obviously in exile. And Ian McGregor kills it as Obi-Wan. He has not missed a beat. He plays nope. a broken man who technically does steal, but you know, it's to, it's to feed his, uh, I guess, his version of a horse. I, 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 don't, I don't know what it's called, but yeah. And probably a little bit of himself too. But yeah, we're really getting into the, the details of how. Obi-Wan Kenobi became Ben Kenobi, Mm -hmm. which we can see is not an easy route because it seems like he's been kind of in his own solitude for the past 10 years. That's where we get introduced to him. He kind of cut himself off from the force. I don't want to say completely, but pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely does not willingly. Well, actually, I have a question for you. Does using the force count when he's trying to contact Qui-Gon? Does that count? I guess, I guess he's attempting to, but he's really close. Like he's attempting, but like obviously, the, the, they're kind of half-assed attempts because he's we're going to jump. Yeah, we're going to jump a little bit ahead here. But the first time we really see Kenobi use the force is in Episode Two, mm-hmm. where he has to save Leia, and that looked like it was a struggle for him to do. Well, if it's legitimately the first time in 10 years, yeah, it's uh would make sense. So, so to say he's a bit rusty is an understatement. Yeah, he's rusty. Um, it's good you brought that up because they actually show that he's rusty in just about every skill in the first three episodes. So he has a first you know hand-to-hand combat. He does kick their ass at the end, but he does get beat up a little bit at the beginning with just two regular thugs because he's not used to hand-to-hand combat anymore. He hasn't fought. Correct. Uh, using the force, using the lightsaber. He's just overall, 
He's a weaker man because he hasn't he hasn't kept up with training because he's an exile. He has no friends. Um, I mean, the only person he has close to a friend is Uncle Owen, who kind of hates him. Yeah, you just roast him all the time. Yeah. But, but I mean, I guess you gotta call Uncle Owen a friend because he kept his mouth shut when he was faced with certain death. Mm-hmm. Now, even with the threat of the family too, like yeah, I'll kill, I'll, you know, kill kill everyone on your farm, then I'll kill you. But does anyone want to? Anyone know of a Jedi? And he kept quiet. But is that really? When I saw that, I was like, is that really doing him a, a favor, or is it doing his family a favor? Because he knows Obi Wan is there. He, he's there yeah. for Luke, and he knows that Obi Wan will do anything to protect Luke. So, like in a self-serving kind of way, he knows his family, at least until he's of age. His family is guarded by one of the last Jedi. Why would you give up your only defense, really? Because anything, to be fair, if anything happened to Uncle Obi Wan would come running too. Yeah, luckily, even he on was, the basis uh, of Luke needs a father figure, he's going to come yeah. running. I mean, he he kind of did because we saw exactly what happened after Uncle Owen. We we witnessed that. Yeah, he was burnt to a crystal. and was like, all right, well, you don't need them. Come with me here, pal. Yeah, basically, <laughs> let's take you on a space adventure. So uh, you could say Uncle Owen was the one to be roasted in the end and I'm, not, I'm not saying i'm going to be complimented for standing his ground but i also don't think it's out of the completely out of the goodness of his heart i think it's to help luke and overall just just keep the family safe for now oh of course because obviously you can't trust an inquisitor they say they're going to give you a large reward it's gonna be like two bucks could be a large reward is your life when it comes to um, the third sister because she's killing everybody yeah let's talk about the inquisitors because uh up to the end of episode three, they are our main villains. Um, third sister. Um, you have Grand Inquisitor. And who's the other one? Fifth? Fifth brother? Fifth brother. And I'm trying to not remember who the fourth one is. Oh, the one with, the, like, the, the tentacles lady? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, she doesn't really say much. No, she doesn't. She's got um, a couple lines. I don't even know if they mention her by name. Third show, sister. So. Now, now I, I know the actress and the character of third sister as itself has been getting a lot of hate on social media the past week, which I think is unfair. But I will say, as a character, she didn't interest me much until episode three. You mean two? No, three. Mm. She reacted pretty aggressively to seeing the rebel symbol caved into that wall. And I'm wondering why. Yeah. And also, we're not exactly clear on why she wants Kenobi so bad. And I hope that it's more than just, I want to please Lord Vader. Like, in episode three, I'm seeing glimpses of a deeper character here who might have had a history with the rebels, who, you know, obviously Mm. with the opening with the younglings being murdered, obviously we think she's a part of that. Correct. Like, there's a deeper character here I want to know more about. Because if she is just straight up angry lady who wants to please lord vader it's a waste of her talent and it's a waste of the show like if there's like if she has inner conflict about what's happening here like let's i hope the second half shows that no i think there's a bigger end goal i hope so i really do i mean it's it's kind of a stretch but what if she was getting close to vader just to kill him i would be fine with that as long as they gave a good reason as to why she went through all of this for that (laughs) Now, you could say, you actually couldn't make a case for that, because really the only person 
that we've seen her directly kill, and I put kill in quotes here because we haven't seen a body, is the Grand Inquisitor. Right? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Killed the pilot. Sorry. Um, Killed the pilot. She's killed a few and done some serious torture, too. Um, But that's, I don't think that's really where I'm. Um, no, I was just thinking, it's like, oh, the fake, the fake Jedi in episode two, she let live. Um, Correct. You no. Know, it wasn't worth her time. Yeah, no, but it was like, I don't know, it's like, I'm just trying to see, like, I'm I'm thinking, like, maybe I'm overthinking this, but, like, if, if they're clearly making her next to Vader, the secondary antagonist. Like, she's a focal point of the show, too. Yes. So, why? Like, that's what's got me curious. Like, let's talk about Fifth Brother. Um, you know, it's on from Fast and Furious. He's doing great in the role as just a regular bad guy. Nothing stand out, but hey, you know, it's good to see him get him work. Haven't really seen him do much, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grand Inquisitor. Um, look, as someone who hasn't watched Rebels, all the most I've heard about the Grand Inquisitor is, oh my God, he shouldn't be dead because he's in Rebels. That's all I've heard about him. And from what I saw, it's like, I mean, he killed a band member from Red Hot Chili Peppers, so I'm not too fond of him. Uh, he was doing us a service. So I, I don't know what you think right. about the Inquisitors, but like, again, besides Third Sister, I, I can't, I mean, I, I told you this before, like, I don't care about the Inquisitors in general. Like, they're cannon fodder. Basically. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, to really put it in perspective, though, for you saying that they're cannon fodder. Um, I find they're above stormtroopers, but like. Uh, technically, they're on a similar level to Darth Maul. But like, the issue is like again motivation motivation like like if all three right now were to die i would not care no you'd probably be pissed don't lie i wouldn't be pissed i mean hold hold on all right fine it depends how they died if if they all fell off a cliff all right fine (laughs) yeah because you just said it you want to find out the backstory of yeah no but that's what i'm saying like she might have a backstory that's interesting enough to make me care about the character. I'm not there yet, but there's an avenue where that can happen. Grand Inquisitor, I don't give a fuck about. I really don't. Fifth Brother, I saw some interesting stuff for like the contrast between him and Rhea, where it's like he wants to bargain with the townspeople for money, for information. And she's like, I'm going to murder Uncle Owen's entire family if you don't tell me. Like, I like seeing the contrast, but by the third episode, that's just kind of stopped. Yeah, now they're just kind of battling it out for the Grand Inquisitor spot. Who, as far as so we know, you, is still not a fully so, dead. So you think. If he is dead, no one has given two shits. <laughs> no. But then again, they wouldn't. I would feel someone at the, at the Inquisitor base would. Obviously, I understand Vader not caring. He doesn't care about any of them. No, he does. I like great, what great motivation from Vader. Hey, if you do a good job, you're my next Grand Inquisitor. If you fail, I'm going to kill you. That's yep. it. Pretty, pretty much what it is. Step Promotion up. or dead, what do you want? Step up or you're out. But yeah, Darth <laughs> Vader would be like a super hardcore varsity coach. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Vader, let's talk about his appearance, shall we? He yeah. is in the absolute no care in the world mindset he walked into that village just killing people just just for the hell of it 
I don't think it was just for the hell of it. Yeah, could have been to draw out Kenobi. No, it was to draw out Kenobi. I, I think it was. I think it was because he knows Kenobi is too good-natured at heart. And he saw from the droid that this confirmation, he's at least on the planet. And look, you can sense other people through the Force. They've kind of established that throughout time. So you're telling me super strong Force user Vader does not sense Obi-Wan two blocks down? Now, he might not know exactly where he is, so he starts snapping the necks. And he's right. He drew him out. That's what I'm thinking. Now, you're right. He doesn't. Like, I don't think that's what drew Obi-Wan out. I think once he saw Vader, he was like, Vader's going to sense me. He's going to know exactly where we are. I'm putting Leia in danger by being with her. So I need to draw him away from her. Yeah, I all think right. No, no, I, I think guess, he's already going to be... I guess to change... Like, Vader was doing it to get Obi-Wan out. But you're right. Obi-Wan only came out to buy Leia time. Now, in the grand scheme of things, I think that was a stupid move. She just ran to the ship. But... You know, yeah. Considering I mean, what happened, the third, you know, no one found the cave yet, so they should have just booked it to the pilot who'd still be alive and fly off. Correct. He's not alive anymore, though. No, he's not. Neither so, that stormtrooper that got sliced on the fence. Yeah, let's let's reel it back a little bit to Vader. Yeah, he's an absolute menace right now. I mean, this is the Rogue One Vader, basically, which is great. This is pre-Rogue One Vader. He's even more pissed off. He's he, Clearly, he is not over Obi-Wan slicing off his limbs and burning him and leaving him for dead. You, he's you're not over. You're telling me the barbecue he made at the end just for Obi-Wan? <laughs> Wasn't enough? Yeah. First, he was toying with him. Oh, yeah. Just appeared, ignited his lightsaber. Obi-Wan runs off. Which is a smart move. Turns off his lightsaber, reappears, starts fucking with Obi-Wan one-handed. Pretty much owning, owning him, taking control of the combat the entire time. And I do see where they're talking about how they're a little bit more aligned with the original trilogy's lightsaber combat. Like, it's it's a nice mix between the two. It's not as slow-paced as the original trilogy. But it's, but not, it's not prequel sped up. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's super intense. <laughs> So I, I, I do see where they're coming from with that. And then when Vader's like, all right, I'm good. Let me just knock this over real quick. Oh, you like that? Fucking force grabs Obi-Wan, throws him into the fire. He's like, oh, yeah, just so you know, I could have grabbed you at any time. But, you know, kind of bored now, so. Yeah. Just really proving Vader's might at this moment. Mm-hmm. Which is good, because at this moment, he should be, he should basically be the Terminator of the Star Wars universe. He cannot be stopped. You can slow him down, but you cannot stop him. You cannot kill him. Yeah, he's... I don't want to say he's reached God mode yet, but he's getting damn near close. This is this is Vader Prime right here. And honestly, in respect to Disney and, and Lucasfilms for actually like not hiding away. Like Obviously, we grew up on the prequels, so obviously now we're accustomed to having a darker shows and all that. And they don't hide away from the next snapping of the kid. You see that head head tilt in the wrong oh, direction. Yeah. Um, the stormtrooper getting cut in half. Um, half of Obi Wan's arm is distinctly burned now because of the fire. Like they actually do focus in on him screaming in pain in the fire. They don't cut away to Vader or to a random stormtrooper. They actually show a bit of violence, which I respect. Yeah, you got to respect it. I mean, granted, this 
I wouldn't say this show is more marketed towards kids. No, it's marketed toward us. Correct. Absolutely. It's marketed towards the people that grew up on the prequels and gave it the love that it deserved. Look, they're not stupid. I saw clips from Star Wars Celebration where they premiered the show. Half of the actors are doing the memes. They know. They know their audience. Yeah, which brings us to another point. This is why the prequel trilogy and just anything prequel related is top tier. Because the Kenobi show was out for less than a day. I, I think it was the trailers. <laughs> uh, the, fir- the first real trailers aired. We had our first Kenobi meme. Uncle Owen is now a fully certified Star Wars meme. And yeah. that is the greatness of the prequels. Oh, and then the other meme, obviously, is uh, Obi-Wan looking through the binoculars and just yeah. moving it down, seeing something else every time. Like, it's great. Yep. Classic. Uh, but yeah, I, no, you're right. It's like, I don't know what it is, but like, I, I think because even, even the bad stuff in like one and two, like, even at times, it's fun. It's fun. Which, obviously, the originals are always a good time, but they're just a bit too old. And then sequels, they're not fun at all. No. They're not. It's like someone drained the life out of Star Wars. Well, when you're crapping on all over the uh, OG characters, and you don't build up enough new ones to replace that with excitement and fun, you got nothing. But the prequels is right in the middle there where it's like, you know where the story's going, but everyone's having a good time. That's correct. But um, actually, uh, one downside, one one thing I had to nitpick on the, on the show, and it, I, I tried to not let it bother me too much at the start of the fight, but toward the end I was getting annoyed, is, the, I guess now, the first fight between Vader and Obi-Wan, because at this point now, since they already met up, there's got to be a big finale. Correct. Um, I don't know what they were thinking uh, in designing the area, but they didn't do a good job, like, hiding the fact that hey this is just like an old construction yard like i saw the background with the cranes and the sand i'm like you couldn't make this star warsy enough <laughs> well you, maybe star wars universe has cranes i'm sure that maybe i just felt like come on like these these are lights to to warn airplanes man you couldn't change it up yeah it's just the framing and the background of that fight like the fight itself the fire and all that that's great but and but then like old one like bobbing and weaving through like piles of sand, like big piles of sand. I'm like, is this a quarry? It might be. Like, which is fine. If well, that's where they got to film, that's fine. But then it CGI it up or bring in some practical decorations to make it yeah, look like Star Wars. That's all. Which is weird because the town that, that he ran from fit perfectly in Star Wars. It's just as soon as he left the town, it's like, and here's a student film on Star Wars. It was a pretty good student film. It was. But since we're nitpicking, I do got a nitpick some myself. Here. Sure. I think you know where this where this is going. I haven't well, mentioned. Well, yet. we haven't talked about one character yet. Yeah, we're gonna talk about everyone treating a child kind of like an adult, who no one can catch. <laughs> so many people, and no one can like out talk. They're they all just kind of get entrapped with. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yep. I'll do that. Like, well, hold on a second. Yeah, wasn't like episode two, she's giving like Obi-Wan like wise words of advice and it's like, you're 10. Yeah, and the fact you're that 10. episode three, she kind of led her way into the village. She was on who got the ride and talked her way, went through the whole scripts and improms. All right, so, to be fair, getting the ride, I 
I'm fine with because it had to show how much Obi-Wan still distrusts people, which I thought was fine. Correct. But yeah, like the final episode when her and the Rebel are running through the hallway. Mm -hmm. He's going to need your help. I can make it on my own. I'm good now. You, you, can, you can go help him. He's going to need it more than me. It's like, nah, I got to protect you. No, nah, I'm good. Say, like, I'm, I'm going to be right there. You go ahead. And she's like, yeah, you're right. All right, let me just leave a child alone. Let me go help it. See, I, I feel that's not a lie issue. Master. That's a rebel character issue. Because, like, if I was in Leia's position and I felt confident, the adult should be saying, no, you are not ready to go by your own. I am taking you. Like the, fact that, the, the fact that the, the, the rebel lady is like, I mean, we're almost there. She could probably make the rest of the way. She doesn't. I mean, technically she did. It's just uh, it wasn't the pilot that greeted her. No, it's not. I like her first question. Are you the one I'm supposed to meet? There's a dead pilot in front of her. Hmm. I can see you're uh, not the best detective here, Princess Leia. Hey, they said she's going to grow up and be a fighter, not a detective. That, that's true. She, she was a fighter. So let me ask you this. Where do you think the show goes from here? Well, my mistake was I, I didn't catch the end of episode two properly because I didn't know like the uh, the ship they were on had a predetermined course. So I kind of thought she'd be back on Alderaan already in this episode. And then we switch gears to something happened. And so the second half of the series occurs. Clearly, she ain't going back to Alderaan until the end of the show. Correct. So let's see, Obi-Wan's down for the count for now with a burnt arm. So clearly next episode, he's got to be healing. He's going to be, yeah, he's back tank, whatever, something to heal him. And just like Boba Fett, if you're in the tank, you got to reminisce. So we'll get the flashbacks. We'll probably get a Clone Wars, like probably take a scene or two from the Clone Wars show, but make it live action, right? So they can recreate some of that. I'd be down Um, for that. I mean... If you got to do, because let's be honest, for memories, there's not much. I mean, the prequels kind of covered most of it, and the Clone Wars filled in the rest. So, obviously, you're not going to redo something from the movies. So, I think it's going to be any flashback, it'll be from there. Personally, I think Vader let Obi Wan go because he saw the shot off and the robot. So, I think he's going to be hunting down the rebel group that is helping Obi Wan. He gets the benefit of fucking with Obi Wan. And killing a few rebels along the way. Now, I don't know what happens in the final fight. Obviously, Obi-Wan wins the final fight. Or escapes. Or, yeah, or enough to escape. Like, he damages him enough that he can run off safely. Obviously, not going to kill him. I I mean, the biggest thing I don't know is what happens to third sister. Because she ain't in the originals, so she can be easily killed. Oh, she's going to die. And it's going to be Vader. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with you there. If she does die, it is Vader. Obi-Wan ain't gonna kill her. Yeah, he, he already said it. You fail me, you're gonna die. Well, I can tell you one thing. I've, I've seen episode four. At some point, she failed him. <laughs> Just uh, using some detective skills here. She gonna die. Uh, what about fifth brother, though? Uh, he survives. Okay. Because he's in Rebels. Oh, he does? Yeah. Okay, and then uh, I take it then Grand Inquisitor, obviously, since he's in Rebels, he'll show up at some point saying, hey, Rhea, what the hell? Actually, he could be the one to come back and kill her. He could. I mean, 
<laughs> because we got no update on him in this episode, as far as we know, he's just hanging out in that warehouse, bleeding out. No, no, he's not bleeding out because oh, lightsaber's yeah, quarter out. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Burns that fast. Yeah, makes you wonder how Qui Gon died. Oh, speaking of Qui Gon, will obviously at this point Qui Gon is coming back in some shape. Does he come back in the final battle? Mm. Like it's looking desperate, like Obi-Wan, you know, he's got his training back. He's starting to kick ass, but then obviously Darth Vader, he's too strong. He reaches out for Qui-Gon and he gives him the assist. I think probably episode five. Okay. I'll be back. Do you think, you I... think less of a battle, more of they have a heart-to-heart talk? Yeah. And then and he, uh, he goes into battle. Training. Because at, at this point, Obi-Wan has to, we got to see Obi-Wan heal up, and we have to see him kind of train a little bit. There's going to have to be some type of training montage being done on how he gets his force back. And then during that training, I think, is when we will get the appearance of Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. If it's not the battle, that kind of makes sense. Because I, I feel like Qui-Gon's going to happen before. Like, Qui-Gon's not going to be like the last five minutes of the show. No. I guess then my last question on what you think for the how the show wraps up is we started the series with Obi-Wan clearly a broken down man who has shielded himself from everyone. Well, obviously he still needs to stay on Tatooine for the next 10 years until episode four. Do you think we'll see him in a more peaceful place mentally? I believe so. Okay. Like, he's not obviously going to be traveling planets, but he'll be around Tatooine, maybe make acquaintances. Because obviously, he's still got to stay and protect Luke, but he's not going to be living in a cave with his alien horse for the next 10 years waiting it out. Correct. He's going to get a house because he, he has a house. And well, yeah. Cool. All right. Fine. I mean, small upgrade. <laughs> Correct. Wonder if Uncle Owen gets him that house. I, I doubt that. I mean, maybe <laughs> that's, that's what all that meat he's stealing for is to sell it back to the company and get a house. I mean, I hope I see Obi-Wan in a better place because yeah, as no, much as this is a great show so far, Jesus, it's depressing watching him like this. Well, yeah, because he's at his yeah. utmost. Oh, no, no, it makes sense story-wise for him to be it. It's just you don't like the performances him. are so good. Like, it is it is sad to see like, this is where he's at. Yeah, that, that is one thing that we didn't really talk about yet is performances so far in the show have all been pretty good. Yeah. I don't think... Really even Leia, like the issue, like how smart she is, that's on the writing. Her as like a kid, Leia, she's got the sass down one hundred percent. Oh yeah, like she, like uh, as a kid, Leia, she's the actress is killing it. I agree. But as always, those were just a few of our thoughts on how the Kenobi show is ramping up. What we want to know is what your thoughts are. Where do you think the show will be leading into? Do you think we're on the right track? As always, feel free to let us know at Entertainment Expansion. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you for listening.